0: I'm Kavi Gupta, and thank you for joining another StratChat segment. I'm just about to join a conversation between Strategizer co-founder Alex Osterwalder and SAP's head of service innovation, Michelle Serrier. In this phone call, Michelle will explain how the business model canvas and the concept of design thinking go hand in hand within a large organization like SAP. Let's listen in as Michelle and Alex discuss very practical tips on how a company can implement design thinking and use the business model canvas to elevate design thinking principles. I believe Alex and Michelle have already started without me, so let's jump in.
1: We had at SAP an initiative which was about rolling out design thinking. Uh, This came from uh, Hassel Platner, one of our founders, uh, that wanted to make sure that uh, um, this was utilized uh, optimally throughout SAP, but with a focus on development. Uh, to make sure that everything we do is uh, user-centered and in the end it really ended up because our executives also used it with the executives the, and the customer to create a demand also for the services organization to adapt and so we started to use design thinking and realized relatively rapidly that you could combine the business model canvas and design thinking and that it made the methodology design thinking a lot more powerful and um, brought um, democratized, I'm going to say the uh, the approach of the business model canvas even further, if it was uh, if it was needed. So since then we're using it. I would say now in 50% of the design thinking workshops we run throughout the world, and this is now services on the in development uh, because we we are also using systematically now the business model canvas approach to make sure that when we develop a product we actually. Um, do not just uh, simply stick a new price on it um, uh, with the existing model we have, but rather question ourselves every time if there is um, an opportunity to um, increase the value of the product by selling it differently and so on, by playing around with the business model. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, uh, we all know that in big companies, if someone comes up with a new idea um, which um, requires a new business model, you are going to find um, um, enough internal organization, like legal controlling and so on, that are going to explain to you why it doesn't work. And uh, um, our new CFO actually put now in place a Business Model Innovation Center, which uh, sole function is actually to um, be an internal consulting organization to audit those new requests for new business models without taking into account what SAP is able to cope with or not, but really looking at it um, with a fresh, mind. And if it's deemed as something which uh, really brings a value to SAP, then it's for the FNA organization to make sure that they adapt the processes of SAP and not for the person that came up with a new idea. So that's in a nutshell what we, what we're doing with the business model canvas at SAP.
0: So one of the things that you mentioned is this combination of design thinking and the business model canvas and maybe value proposition canvas. Can you elaborate a little bit more how design thinking and these tools like the business model canvas and value proposition canvas go hand in hand?
1: Both are about um, innovating. I mean, the, the the reason why we started to use um, uh, um, design thinking and SAP is because we're we're moving away from uh, selling products to selling solutions. Selling solutions um, are a combination of products, if you reduce it to uh, to the way we were looking at it as IP. But if you want to look at it holistically, a solution is composed out of a product, out of a, at least out of a business model and out of uh, corresponding services. And if I want to combine, combine everything um, together, um, and to find the best way, and making sure that people are not sticking to what is existing today, then we we found that creative approaches, alike design thinking, yeah, is the best way we have seen as of today to uh, um, to actually help us internally and the customers to uh, generate insights which they were not even aware about, and design thinking has a, brings that creative part. The design thinking obviously doesn't doesn't work if you don't or needs in order to work to make sure that you have uh, um, multidisciplinary teams and uh, the strength of the business model canvas is that actually it brings a second dimension. Design thinking is relatively structured but uh, um, but still generating some chaos and the uh, the business model canvas is actually. The prototypes that you can try to achieve at the end of a design thinking workshop, instead of playing around with balloons, tape, and uh, cartridge, and we we're leveraging, yeah, we we're leveraging the business model canvas in many different ways to reorganize HR organizations to um, define. The mission and the value of a new team, like uh, the, the, personal, the, the business model canvas variant that, uh, that you had created uh, so that people can use it for their uh, personal goals, which we also piloted at SAP. We're also using it to actually define um, roadmaps with customers, architecture roadmaps. So now we're going into technology, but we're using exactly the same, the same canvas. And this enables us to, uh, um, by combining design thinking and business model canvas, we re- we're significantly reducing the time you need to come up to a result, and not just to come up to a result, but to a result which makes a lot of difference for the participant and the sponsors that ask for the for the workshop with an easiness which is actually to, to, um, sometimes frightening.
0: So, so one of the interesting things is that you you apply this immediately. Actually, you apply this in. In a customer context, right? And customers, business-to-business business, customers of SAP. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? So you guys come in and do a workshop with the customer to to uh, sketch out and um, potential business models. How does how does that work?
1: We so we we get a request from a from a customer for for a workshop where we believe it's uh, it's something that we're going to use design thinking for. Uh, so it could be uh, something where a customer is asking us to help him to. Um, um to define new services that is going to need both internally as well as externally it could be um differently a company that is asking us to organize a a design thinking workshop for their r&d department uh, in order to define how this should work in the future for all those cases where we need to uh, to have at the end and the reason we pick the business model canvas when we pick it is because at the end of the workshop you want to have a certain result So in some cases, it's going to be an action plan uh, with swim lanes and uh, milestones and owners. On other cases, it's something where the business model canvas comes really handy. And where you, you really want at the end to have something which, where you have the whole engagement model, the, um, what, are the, what is the cost structure, the pricing, the value to your internal as well as external customers, and what are the things where you're good at and what are the things where you, you need to improve. And once we know that at the, what we want to have at the end is a business model canvas and how we want to get it filled out, then we're leveraging the different design thinking techniques and the phases not always all the phases some of the phases of design thinking was then using to uh, to structure a workshop which most of the time is one or two days long um, but never more than three days so
0: you've done quite a few of these workshops with your your team in companies around the world is there anything particular that stands out about b2b business models?
1: well so first answer to that is yes it does work um, definitely uh, it's not just something which goes to b two C and so on. The hurdle that you have to overcome there when we want to work on b two b is actually that if you want it you want to make it something that is really um impactful and where you know what i what I created what I worked out is really something that is going to be adopted because this is what you want to have in the end is then you um you need as a company to also decide to open up, which is a discussion I'm having. With several customers um, currently, where they they want to become creative, and as soon as you um, you tell them to really be creative and come up with a result that is um, that is really going to be impactful and not just um, Christmas wishes, then the best way is actually to work with uh, your your best partners and your best customers, and to get them into a workshop where you leverage the design thinking for the you could say to the for the structuring and the gamification piece it brings and you um and you use the business model canvas as the objective you want to achieve, and also to structure the minds of the people that are come, go, going to come in there and and create that uh, common denominator because every everyone understands what is a value proposition um, um, what is a customer what is a vendor. We are currently running for uh, for uh, a freight carrier actually really um workshops in four different regions for a freight carrier company that wants to reinvent herself, wants to increase her, um, the market share she has as a company, and doesn't want to do this by reducing the price, but by potentially finding potentially new markets or new business models. But they realized that it's not something they can do, well, they could do internally, but they, they would never know before they um, apply it if it flies. So they decided um, to go with us, and then really do it uh, jointly with their partners and customers and themselves, in four different workshops in four different regions. And it's not a huge project. You're talking 50 to 60 days, which is peanuts compared to the results you're going to get afterwards. Because everything you normally, when you do some research, you afterwards have to do a proof of concept and so on, and all this is is gone. You have in you have in, in 60 days, in three months, you have something which. Uh, you, you know it works, it has been, or it doesn't, but you, you know it for a fact. Um, you, and you, you have the customers and the vendors back up. and on top of that, you achieve most of the time that the customers and the vendors feel better because they 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 see that you value them even to think about your own future.
0: So so one of the, the big topics these days is digital transformation. So do you apply design thinking and the business model thinking also in this particular context of digital transformation?
1: Yes, we do. We have internally at SAP a framework that is uh, um, in the end, we want to translate it into uh, digital key elements which are leveraging our um, uh, platform. Uh, The key element from the digital which we're looking at and which we're having customers thinking about are, um, it's relatively simple, it's people, it's business, it's the things, it's the network itself, the cloud and the data. And we are basically, we have created a 2 days workshop leveraging the business model canvas uh, to actually um, chase the customers through 21 different value drivers that we have identified and which are all revolving around those key elements that I, I said before, to create one or several business models that are going to be relevant to them in the future. They are going to, uh, to tell the customer what are the opportunities, what are the threats they have out there, what are the digital capabilities that I need, and it's all based on the business model canvas.
0: What would you say are the biggest challenges and hurdles that somebody who starts out um, doing this um, might face, and and how can these um, be overcome?
1: It has to go top-down, but it doesn't work if it's only top-down. It also has to be um, bottom-up. So just trying to push um, uh, a creative approach like design thinking um, bottom-up you you may have some results but it's never going to um to spread um if you want to really get it done it's really something that has to be where your executives have to be um exposed to it it's not something that you can explain via powerpoints or via a phone call it's really something that you have to uh, to experience Ex- experiencing doesn't mean a lot it's something like 2 to 3 hours um in an uh, in an executive workshop and then they they will know even though they didn't go through the whole process, they they will have a, an understanding of what design thinking can do for and to them. Uh, so that's the first thing. The second thing is uh, making sure that you um, you're not you're not frightening your your uh, middle management, because design thinking is really something where you have the the, the sponsor which is actually defining the challenge. Uh, but design thinking being a creative method, you never know what is going to come out of it which sometimes is frightening when you um or yeah, is getting um is getting some of the the managers we talk to to uh, have second thoughts on uh, do they really want to use something which is opening up a potential pandora's box which you you cannot control um and it's also something design thinking where you should not uh, you should make sure that your organization is able to um to deliver because design thinking to the to the difference from other methodologies, uh, first of all, it's uh, you're going to get a, a lot of ideas. Um, if you do it right, you're going to involve uh, all layers of, of your um, organization, uh, which is going to increase uh, peop- uh, 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 employee satisfaction and so on over a, a certain period period of time. But also because design thinking is only is a workshop that you can run in one or three days, and you have terrific results um it's also going to raise exponentially the expectations that the user or the consumers or whoever you involve in those workshops are going to have to the result that is coming out of the workshop because when you leave the workshop after having used design thinking you have a prototype or a business model that has been worked out by people even if you have different teams you may have different results but all the results have been validated by everyone, so they are all viable as such, and they will want to see it happening and not something that is going to happen in three years and What we see most of the time is that after the first workshop, people lack the um, how do you say that the persistence to make sure that what is what came out as a prototype um is also then tested refined in in an iterative way and you need to last thing but uh, not to be underestimated it's design thinking is not something where you should use just you you should use external companies to ignite but it's something that you should um integrate in your company and in the in uh, in the culture of your company so that it also something that adapts to your um to your company, it becomes a, a bit of a Tamagotchi that you can play around with. You know, one of the hardest
0: things is to get started. Let's say um, a Fortune 50 company gets excited about this. They say, hey, we, we want to do this. We really want to infuse design thinking and prototyping and this fast process of developing new value propositions and business models into our DNA. The, the hard thing is getting started. What would you recommend as a first step to kick this off and to start weaving this into the DNA of a company?
1: I would probably start with uh, um, identifying a few um, executives that are willing to, um, to experiment it. Um, not because I want all those executives in the workshop, but we need to find at least one or two of them uh, in different line of business, run one or two one workshop in in every one of those lines of business and then work out something where you involve really the um, the top executives into a design thinking workshop that has to have a um a strategic content um, so you could be working about what does uh, um what is the business model of the future going to be when um, uh, um taking into um into account um digital industry for all, um internet of things and so on how is this going to impact my company and what kind of business model what kind of uh, uh people perspective and so on can i derive from it once we have done that then 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 i think that the biggest hurdle is uh, is overcome